This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. Hello, what's going on people? Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we take a look at the positive side of life as opposed to the news, which is all doom and gloom. So anything positive, we're there for it. For example, here's some positive news. One of my local KFCs, back open. Boom. Good news. Not for my arteries, but in general, good news. I am stand-up comedian Nathan Caton. As ever, I'm joined by the multi-talented, I'll let him tell you what he was doing today, Rich Wolfenden. What's going on, bro? <laughs> you all right, mate? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, but apparently not as good as you. You've had a, a great day. What, tell us what you've been doing. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a great day. It was, it was a, it was oh, a no, strange mate, come on. day. The way you said it um, before we jumped on the court, you made it sound like it was like luxurious. Yes, so I was I was doing some filming for a, for a band's music video. Uh, Easy. Yeah, they're a band called Larkins from Manchester. They're kind of like okay. 1975 a little bit, but like a bit more up, up and coming, that sort of thing. Um, and they asked me to be in their music video. So I Ooh. had to um, film myself driving around my estate, um, looking a little bit sad, singing along to their song. And that's the video. <laughs> or part of when? the video, anyway. The song's called Are We Having Any Fun Yet? So. Okay, so Larkins, Are We Having Any Fun Yet? Yeah, uh, I don't know when the video will be out, but there's going to be me and a bunch of other um, like radio people and friends of the band and stuff who are going to be in it. So if you want to see me driving around Bermondsey in a Fiesta, then that is a that, video that for you. That sounds pretty sad already to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Wasn't much acting for that, just, just life. <laughs> just, yeah, just turn the ignition on and put my camera on and was like, yeah, here we are then. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds, that sounds fun, right? Yeah. Better than staying indoors doing nothing. Um, guys, exactly. remember... If you have any good news that you'd like to share for us, anything silly, funny, heartwarming, uplifting, something that happened to you or to somebody that you've seen in the news, send it in, uh, soundrebel.co.uk forward slash good news, and we will share it amongst our listeners. But for the meantime, as always, we have a guest in, and uh, I want to make sure I get this guy's intro right, because, I mean, he's been everywhere in the last few years. I mean, Mock the Week, uh, Live with the Apollo... Uh, I one of his stand-up clips I still got on WhatsApp because it went viral. Man like my being, the Tether Clock Show. Man, I think he was on CNN the other day because um, he did a video that went viral. Mate, Tez Ilyas is in the building. What's going on, bro? I'm good, bro. Thank you for having me. Hey, did I get all the, all those credits right? Bro, they were all spot on. My favourite one is when I get introduced on stage as, and he's award-winning comedian, Tez, and I'm like, I've never won a single award, actually. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for <laughs> it's because... reminding me of that. <laughs> <laughs> so at it's least you didn't say that. How Rich, what you were saying about that music video reminded me. I, I was asked to record a few lyrics. I say lyrics just to sing along to some words because they'd remixed Lightning Seeds three lines on a shirt. Right. Three letters on a shirt, NHS still gleaming, blah, blah, blah. And they were oh, getting nice. like, they were getting the original guys, Lightning Seeds, Frank Skinner, David Baddiel, and a few other big, massive guests to, to like sing along to this thing. And they asked me to do a little bit. I was like, yeah, cool. And then I was like, oh, cool, this is going to be amazing. I'm going to be part of this thing. It's going to be so cool. And we're going to raise a lot of money for the NHS. And then I got an email this week saying, yeah, they're not, they're not doing it now. So <laughs> oh, a few people oh. have pulled out. So I hope your music thing goes ahead. Because oh, I hope so. I thought I was going to be part of something, and then it got canned. So, uh, better luck to you, mate. Oh my god! <laughs> what was it? Was it Dave Grohl? They did a Foo Fighters song, didn't they, with loads of other celebrities? So you would yeah. have gone up against Dave Grohl, which would have been a tough break for the Lightning Seeds to, which, to go up which, against Foo Fighters. Which, and I'm always like, that's where I thought my life would be in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually saw some on uh, Twitter this morning, which, talking about like um, three lines, the most heartbreaking moment in football. 
And mine was a uh, Gareth Southgate U ninety six. Mate, killed me. Sorry to bring down the mood. Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was about good news, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to some sad news from about thirty years ago. (laughs) I had this. I have this. I have this routine actually that I'm working up in my in my stand up where uh, during the last World Cup because we did so well. Uh, and I've been a lifelong suffering England fan. Mm. I actually stopped supporting England towards the end of the World Cup because I've been watching the whole World Cup with my nephew. He's 10 years old. It's his first ever international tournament. Mm. And when we beat Sweden to qualify for the semi-finals, and I could see his little face, I just thought, what, what, hang on, what have you done to deserve that? <laughs> how, have you, have you just, how have you just walked into a World Cup semi-final? And then I bring up all these references that like you haven't been through it. You weren't there when Gareth Southgate missed. You know, your waistcoat-wearing smooth hero, Gareth Southgate, you weren't there when he missed a penalty. You weren't there when he had to wear a bag on his head in a Pizza Hut advert. You haven't oh, lived yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I remember that. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, when Croatia scored their second goal, you were the only England fan who was laughing. In your face! Since <laughs> yeah. 10 year old. Yeah. It's like there was the... When we beat Colombia on penalties, before the, uh, the Sweden game, they had that, like, montage didn't they of how we'd lost on penalties in the past and that sort of thing and yeah. they had the national play in the background like every month you see it resurface on Twitter and honestly I just get moved by it every time just tears because that game I thought we were out because you know we, we, we'd beaten Colombia and then they'd scored that 94th minute goal and then it's gone to penalties and you're like well this is this is it guys this is we're done now yep. and then yeah. we somehow managed to get through it man that was and then at that moment I thought well it's on <laughs> it was coming home. What have Croatia done to deserve to get into a World Cup final? Do you know, know. what I mean? They've been through a lot, players. That's, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've been through a lot. Yeah, they have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they needed some sort of you know, national joy. So, <laughs> um, uh, speaking, of, speaking of good news, uh, Tez, what mm. uh, do you have to share with us? Any, any what, what good news do you have to share with us, bro? My best friend in the whole wide world had a baby last week. Oh, oh snap! Oh, nice. Yeah, so I was so I was very excited about that. He's, he's the he's the um, I was gonna say I was gonna I was just gonna make something up again. He's the first of a friendship group, and then I remembered all my other friends who've got babies. God, that would have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's the first friend that I care about who's had a baby. No, he's um, yeah. He he was we were like thick and we we were like like super tight at university we used to get to all sorts of shenanigans together every time mm. he got into trouble it was that if I got into trouble it's because of him if he got into trouble it's because of me one of those friendships and uh, yeah man he's um, he had a baby last week and it's his first one and I'm oh. uh, very excited about it but he's in he's in Dubai uh, okay. so he, he went out there for a, f- a few years ago for work him and his missus and so they're in lockdown so they, they had a lockdown baby lockdown no, baby it's going to be weird to like explain to the baby to the child when, when the child's older like, I know. I'm annoyed that they haven't called him Rona or something. But uh, <laughs> baby COVID. Yeah, they've called, they've, they've called they've called him Isa, which is the Arabic for Jesus. Okay. So cool. uh, so wow. that's what that's what that's what they've called him. Um, yeah. So I was, that, that that's made me really really happy. And I've just I was just on a Zoom call to him before I started talking to you guys. Yeah. And he's about ten days old now. And you know he's just starting starting to see like there's a real character here. You know when they're first born, baby just look like you're like oh that's a baby. Like it just, it looks like it looks like a baby. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like yeah that looks like your baby. So yeah it's very it's very exciting. Oh lovely man. So, um, was it hospital birth? Yes they had a so Dubai's uh, on a more severe lockdown than we are. Uh, so they they don't even have their thirty minute mandated exercise thing. Everyone's working from home, but they are very very good at. Um, just a bit like a bit like how China and Japan did. Just went into total lockdown. 
people are out there cleaning the streets every single day. And, and so they've got their hospitals units kind of quite segregated. So they mm. were able to go into like the baby unit and have their, have, have their baby there. I think they kept them in a little bit longer to make sure they could do some tests to make sure there was nothing wrong yeah, in, this, yeah, yeah. in this environment. But yeah, they came home a few days ago and touch wood, alhamdulillah, God willing, they're all, they're all, they all seem fine, which is great. Oh, lovely, mate. Well, congrats to your friend. Can, can we say your friend's name? Uh, Abdullah. Abdullah, congrats, mate, if you're listening. Congrats, yeah, bruv. All the best for you to, and your family. I get him to listen. Him, him and Anissa is his missus. So yeah, Abdullah and Anissa. Uh, congratulations on your baby, Jesus. Love. <laughs> oh, we, we need something. We need some sort of miracle in this this current time. Um, so, are, are you the last one in your group of friends uh, to have a baby? I think I might be. From that group of friends at uni, I think Omar's left and me. But uh, yeah, so me and me and Omar are like the perpetual bachelors. Just every few years, going, oh guys, I'm single again, and everyone's going, we're on a fourth child test. <laughs> Why get your ish together come on have you um, ever um, have you ever been considered as the godfather for any of these children yeah so we don't we don't have that concept in islam but but right. i have said to my friend i'm like yeah i'm this baby's god for allah father i'm like i'm this i'm this baby's <laughs> allah father i'm like, and they're like sure <laughs> sure two thumbs up if that's what if that's what you need right now then 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 you have that um but i've got I, i've got seven nieces and nephews that i know okay. if 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 something happened to their parents Obviously, then that burden would fall on me. So I don't think I can take on any of my friends' kids. Like, because that's what a godfather. That's what a godfather is, right? A godfather is yeah. the person who steps in if something happens to the parents. And I don't know if I've got the capacity. I don't know if I've got the vacancies for that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm an I'm an uncle father to all of, to to these seven children. Um, so I mean, of course, if anything was to happen and they needed me, I'd be there. But um, Let's hope it doesn't come to that. I think the main thing is you just need to have like an iPad. And that's what parenting looks like to me. That's what all I've seen it as. Just give up an iPad to a toddler or a five-year-old or whatever. And, and they seem to be able to sort themselves out. Apparently kids can raise themselves on YouTube now. That's the they thing can. Uh, if, if, you, if you've got Netflix for their Peppa Pig and, 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 and YouTube, so they can watch other kids open presents. <laughs> so they can watch other kids opening toys then that's all they need that's what depresses me about youtube is there's kids that are like seven years old who do that opening presents and stuff and they make more money than me and they're seven years old did you guys think <laughs> so about that little kid that is, i think oh, maybe five he's a, he's a millionaire that is that that kid is not gonna grow up as a functioning adult though yeah absolutely yeah. not like imagine at five like your dad's like go to bed and you're like who's paying the bills <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You go to bed. Why don't, yeah, why don't you go to bed? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know what's gonna happen. In, I, mean, I mean, it'd be different if he was like sixteen, seventeen, still. But at five, yeah. woo, nine yeah, years man. old, having like a midlife crisis. I don't it, know where my life goes from here. I peaked at five. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, Tess, do you, do you have any other uh, news you would like to share with us? Yeah, a friend of mine uh, called um, Harun, but we call him Barry. Uh, he's, he's from the he's from the Midlands, and this, it feeds into a wider thing that's happening at the moment. But he is running, so so because the let me give some context because the marathon has been cancelled. Hmm. There was a challenge to do something in something called there was a kind of a two point six challenge because the kilometer because the marathon is twenty six miles. They were like, oh, what could you do in two point six kilometers or two point six miles or just using the number twenty six or two point six a challenge around that? And he's taken that one step further and factored it by a power of 10 and, and thought, well, why don't I run 260 kilometers 
during Ramadan while he's fasting oh. to raise money for charity. So every single day he has to go out there and average about nine kilometers, nine to ten kilometers a day uh, whilst fasting. And he set himself this challenge to, to, to raise lots of money. And his target was £25,000. And he's already pushing that. So hopefully he can raise a lot more. And I guess that feeds into this wider story of all the amazing people around the country who are doing amazing things to help raise money for yeah. various good causes. Obviously, yeah. Captain Tom Moore, big up Cap- Captain Tom Moore, yeah. who single-handedly has funded an entire hospital himself. Um, yeah. I think he's on like thirty-one million pounds or something mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate his one hundredth birthday, which was which was just at the end of last week. So big up all these people in it who are out there pushing themselves in this moment where a lot of us are choosing not to do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so big up Barry and everyone else like him who are who are who are raising money for these amazing causes. Do you have his uh, his his website? You can plug it here, man, because people are listening. Yeah, uh, so he's got a just giving page. It's justgiving.com forward slash Run Motor Run. His surname is Motor M O T A. So it's Run M O T A Run. Lovely. How is he not absolutely ruined? Like, because oh, you're he... running 10k like a day. That's got to be, you've got to be burning at least like what 800 calories or something. I know. Well, he's 10K. the sort of guy. He, he's run. He's run a lot of marathons. He's the sort of guy. He's that friend. He's right. always. He's running two marathons a year. He's doing a lot of like he works for a charity. So his entire focus. He's the event side of that charity. His, his whole thing is organizing the marathons for that charity, organize the mountain treks, all of those fun things, all that fun side of a charity to raise money. He's that side of it. Uh, so this is just another challenge he's taken on for himself. But I just saw then he's on 14,000 pounds out of 25,000 aim. So hopefully he'll get there and hopefully he'll smash that and, and raise a lot more. Uh, so yeah, run M-O-T-A, run after justgiving.com. He's, he's that guy to do like marathons or whatever. But to do it while fasting is a whole, yeah. like, that's yeah, like mind-blowing. Yeah. It's like, what, dude, how? Yeah, like you said. <laughs> like it, when he breaks it, his fast, man, he must be like a monster. It, it is amazing. But I found like, so we, those of us who do fast, we've been doing it since we were kids. Mm. And we do it because we have the faith. So it's just a different mindset develops you during this month sure. that you can do this and you can push through this. And actually, you find that when you've not had a bit of food and drink, you, there's a bit, there's about, there's a, there's a peak period of about two hours in the day where you have super focus and clarity. Sure. And if you can find that moment in the day and just bang out all the work you need to do or all the important work, including maybe going for a 10 kilometer run, then that's the time you need to do it in. Um, but yeah, man, I, I actually, the reason I thought of him was because I am thinking of him a little bit because yesterday he put a post up on his story saying, I'm have to, I've had to take a day off because I've got a headache. So he didn't, he didn't go out for his run yesterday and it's the first one he's missed. It was the 10th one yesterday. So it was the first one he's missed. So he's already run like 90 kilometers so far wow. and he's got like, what, 180 to go or whatever. So, so big up Barry and hopefully he can get through this and... And, ra- and raise lots of money. Yeah, big up Barry. And uh, Barry, I think we'll let you have one day off, mate. I think you'll allow <laughs> <Yeah>, that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, check it. Check it out. His just given page. And uh, we spoke about this last week about how humans we can do good things. It's just a shame that it takes something like this for you know, the the kindness of people's hearts to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the, the way that communities have come together um, and supporting each other. The way people have been going. For grocery shopping for other people who can't, who are not, who are not supposed, you know, those vulnerable groups who are not supposed to go out. Yeah. People have done their grocery shopping for them. The amount of money that's been raised for the NHS, the priority that there's been on human life that necessarily wasn't there this time last year. So, 
we, we, it's a shame that it's taken this disaster to see what was there all along, all yeah. along. Um, but hopefully, lessons can be learned from this period, and people will take that energy uh, after this is all over uh, in, in, into their lives. That would be, be nice. Yeah, that would be lovely. I mean, I've, I've started talking to my neighbours. I never used to. But now I'm like, hey, how you doing? It's like, oh, yeah, you can talk. Yeah, yeah, you can talk. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Do you find that your neighbours are trying to... Um... I don't want to come across as negative here, but do you feel like your neighbours are trying to one-up you when you do the NHS clap on a Thursday night? Oh, you know what's really bad? You absolutely trying to now. It's ridiculous. Nathan, Might just Nathan be a London knows. thing. I went out last week to, to do the clap. There were like, I live on a big terrace street, right? So there's like, there's like a hundred houses on each side of this street. It goes mm. up and down. And bro, there's like four people coming out to clap. Oh, is that it? Really? Yeah, yeah. And... And it's quite an Asian area that I live in, so my excuse is, oh, they're all out at the hospitals working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, they do that, more that's, important. That's the excuse that I'm giving them. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's not, uh, it's not really been as much of a thing on my street as it has in other parts of the country. My, oh. my street's been um, very good, actually. Like The first week we did it, it's me and my girlfriend. We were just normal clapping, and then I thought, okay, the next week we're going we're gonna to get whistles, right? So we've got like, whistles and horns from like Carnival, whatever we normally is. Start doing all that, right? And then one of my neighbours went and outdid me. They've got a bloody drum. Oh, what? They've got a, a drum. Mate, I was like, you know what, just close the window, I feel too ashamed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should call the police saying, uh, I'm just getting disturbed by my neighbour, um, same time every single week, if you could just please investigate. What time? <laughs> Eight o'clock every Thursday? I keep making noise for some reason. Um, yeah, but yeah, the way I, my streets come together, it's been, um, yeah, it's been very refreshing, because like, my street's normally very quiet and reserved, where people are coming out and just being friendly now, so it's... Really cool, really nice to see. Tez, thank you so much, man, for uh, joining for us. Thank you having me. This has been really fun. Big up to um, Babby doing his marathon, and big up to uh, Abs and Anissa. Was that right? Anissa, yeah, that's right, yeah. Who had the, the baby, baby Jesus, who you call Baby it. Jesus, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember, if you have any good news you'd like to share, send it into soundrebel.co.uk forward slash good news. Tez, thank you for sharing your good news to, with us. Um, much appreciated, bro. Um, yeah, where, where can people find you? Social media uh, and stuff? Yeah, just my name, Tez Ilias, T-E-Z-I-L-Y-A-S, on all your social media, including now TikTok. Uh, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is where I do most of my work. And also, I'm in Blackburn, uh, if you want to follow me around here as well. Probably shouldn't, though. <laughs> as, long as, it's, as long as you keep two metres back, then yeah. <laughs> Um, Rich, uh, you're, you're in Birmingham, chilling? Yeah, underscore Wolfenden on Twitter and Instagram and soon to be in the Larkins video. Yes, Woo! that's right. Yeah. Hashtag sad face. Um, <laughs> I'm on a, at Nathan Caton Twitter, Nathan.Caton on Insta. I'm TikTok as well, Nathan Caton Comedian. Um, I did a Turtles video today, so check Ooh, that out. Nice. Yeah. I'm a big kid. Anyway, um, thank you for sharing the good news, Tez. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, see you later. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.